When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh. I'm all man when it comes to the crust. Yeah. SpaghettiOs is a soup. Wow. I'm a man of many earth tones. Oh. I think Cheerios are still Who hot. Cheerios? Cheerios are hot, babe. Ooh. It's like an avocado. It's raw. The deuce. Hello, Jesse May Peluso. You have a cop face. I guess I do. I, I, I stumbled on... Um, we have a razor sponsor on the Ellis show. I think it's Harry's razors. I'll give him a free plug. I was very happy with my experience. And so I was like, well, I gotta, I've never shaved, like actually really shave instead of beard trim. And I was like, well, let me do something silly. I kind of, I kind of dig it. I feel like I got like a Pedro Pascal vibe. You know, I would say it is a little bit more of a Pedro Pascal than it is a police officer. It's Pedro Pascal as a police officer, if you will. Yes. It's officer Pedro Pascal to you, miss. Did I ever tell you i might have said it on sharp tongue but did we talk about it on the deuce when i got pulled over and talked to a cop for 45 minutes and then i never got a ticket regale me jesse may i got pulled over by a cop and we talked for 45 minutes and i didn't get a ticket wow yeah this woman that story had a lot more twisted (laughs) than the synopsis suggested literally so i get pulled over Uh, mm -hmm, yeah and okay all right, all right. I'll 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 do I'll do the hard work here. Where were you? I was in upstate New York, traveling from Syracuse to the Thousand Islands, which is a very luxurious place where people from Canada escape mm-hmm. and seek asylum to the states because we all know how horrible Canada is. <laughs> That's where the Canadian boat people go. <laughs> I understand. With yes. wild dreams of, of of insanely rich and tangy salad dressing in their heads, they dream of thousand. They're islands. like, I am, I am so sick of poutine vinaigrette. I'm gonna risk it all. They're like, I just wish we could put cheese on something else. <laughs> right, and and they come to the right place, upstate New York. Okay, when when um how how old were you? When was this? This was this past summer. Oh, this was recent. Okay, was it summer or winter? Summer, for sure. Were you driving a red convertible? No, because those often get pulled over. Yes, I understand that <laughs> statistical truth. Uh-huh. I was. Were in you a wearing a, a scarf? Were, were you wearing a scarf that was flapping in the wind with the window open behind you? I was wearing a scarf covering my face, so I probably looked <laughs> somewhat. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm not in principle in favor of profiling, but that'll draw some attention. And I get pulled over, mm-hmm. and it's a female. Oh, what? You were going to leave that out of the story? It's a very pertinent detail, because they, I didn't know they let us have jobs like that. Oh, they do. I love a hot cop. Hot cop, and that's a, actually the first thing I said to her. Because I kind of was looking in the rear view and I was like, God, she's, she's got a pretty mouth. Is that a woman? And 
she lifted her trooper hat up to reveal her face and I go oh my god you're a hot cop and then I went and then we just proceeded to talk for 45 minutes I don't know why she pulled me over did you did you you say you got a pretty mouth in my in my mind I did but I I stopped at hot cop I thought hot cop was going to enter into you got a pretty mouth territory but we were able to curtail the ADD Sometimes your so, ADD brain makes you say things. I'm picturing that she had a visor down and all you saw was her pretty mouth. And she, really that happened? No, she had a, she had actually, um, three day blinds. <laughs> she had a little blinds on her trooper hat that, that went down and then she, she pulled them back up. It was a really nice set of blinds. Well, will you stop ruining my sexual fantasy? No, I won't. With I will. God. I will fervently truck forward. Is that a right so word? So she was hot. She was hot. Yeah, I, it works. What, what what was the give me the, give me the the two highlights of your forty five minute conversation? That she admitted that her job was difficult. I don't like when people are like, "Yeah, oh, that's an easy job." Oh yeah, I've been out here hitting the pavement for thirty years. She was like, "No, this is a very difficult job." She's like, just being on the side of a highway all day long is not ideal. And the fact that she worked with dogs, I thought was cool. She's like, um, works with canine unit and has training capabilities and all of that. So it was interesting to meet a woman working that type of job. But she also said that they were, when women are put out on the highway at her level, that the, they refer to it as putting them out to pasture. People in general, like state troopers in general when they get put out there and that certain beat i guess that they refer to it as being put out to pasture i thought that was sad what does that mean because typically that would mean that somebody is past their prime or usefulness so you just let him go wander around and wait for him to keel over and die did 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 she say it like it implied that that was where they put the ineffective cops or was it just a thing that they said to Josh even when Reggie got sent out there even though Reggie was one of the top cops on the force they ever he was going out to pasture today yeah I think it is a uh industry term that is used Mm -hmm. for that particular part of the highway maybe or even just state troopers in general you think about it what's your biggest problem it's all the same drunk drivers bad drivers accidents it's pretty consistent i would think so it's not like it's not that it's not a hard job but it seems like a very consistently hard job so maybe you can anticipate it maybe you don't it's not it doesn't require like a crime scene detective to be there i don't know yeah you know there's different kinds of there's different kinds of hard, obviously. I feel like being a, like a, that's not, I guess a traffic cop is the person who directs traffic. I don't know. I feel like being a pulling people over cop, it would be less annoying than being a pulling over people, like stopping people on foot cop. I agree. Because some of the, the, the biggest and most annoying ne'er-do-wells in our society can't afford cars. So. Did you say ne'er-do-wells? Okay. I did. Oh, they ne'er boy. do. <laughs> Speaking of ne'er do wells, yeah. I had an experience because right now it is the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. We can say that. 
as we tape this. People will hear this the day after Thanksgiving, but full disclosure, it is pre-Thanksgiving. We'll hear this a day after, but it is pre-Thanksgiving. And you know what I realized being out and about this morning, uh, I'm in a household filled with people who are, um, for a lack of a better term, leaking from everywhere. So I am shut in my little part of the house. So I had to go out and get various things for people. And I realized that a majority of the people out in the world are only concerned with themselves getting from where they are to the next place. No one's really looking Mm. at anyone anymore. Driving. Hmm. Driving. Okay. All right. No one's looking at anyone anymore. Yeah. I, I consider that an overly cynical take for people on foot, like people in stores mm. and stuff like that. Mm. We've all seen a million videos of people grabbing a box of good and plenties out of some kid's hand or whatever. But driving, I would tend to agree with you. It's unbelievable. And yeah. it's like people turn their cars the way they turn their bodies. It's like, oh, I meant to go over here. Oof. Yeah, There's steel behind you, ma'am. There's a whole pile of steel behind you before you take that turn i don't know if it's more so in the holidays where people just go crazy but maybe because i was definitely one of them i was whipping around trying to get the hell uh, hell around this town as quick as i could oh so i see so you're not saying every, you're good and everybody else is bad Mm-mm. you're saying you're just as terrible as i'm everybody. right oh, in there with everybody are you kidding me i was the one that was just turning and going mm. i'm like can't you see i i have some place to be <laughs> yeah i gotta go home and record a podcast this is this is pretty important stuff. This is important so what, stuff. Uh, what happens, what becomes of a Thanksgiving when everybody in the room, uh, in the house, um, either can't or shouldn't be eating food? Is it incumbent upon you? Is, is this all this? Are you in like, and it's not exactly Mrs. Doubtfire, but it seems like a bit of, you're not like Mr. Mom. You're just like the, 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 the practically ineffective aunt who all of a sudden needs to actually do everything for Thanksgiving dinner. You need, you need to save Thanksgiving, Jesse. This sounds like a Hallmark movie. Yeah, it does. It does. The aunt who saves Thanksgiving. Ooh. Oh, but in your Hallmark movie, because now it's woke Hallmark, you're going to end up with Hot Mouth Cop. (laughs) (laughs) Sign me up. When I pulled away from the cop, my my poorly placed, (laughs) my poorly placed license plate fell off. And that cop, being the good cop that she is, had to get it back to me. Yeah. She arrived oh, right. just in time for the turkey uh-huh. to catch on fire. But she also just happened to have killed a turkey with her bare hands on the way home. <laughs> I thought you were going to say she just mouth to mouth on the turkey. No. That's a different movie. This is Hallmark. Uh-huh. Okay. We have to keep it mm-hmm. cute. No, no, no. She had, oh. she had two turkeys. She always brings an extra one because that's just the type of person she is. She's a man. She takes care of stuff. Yeah. Right. And, that's so she, how she was raised. Yep. She arrives at my house (laughs) (laughs) with the turkey and she's like, don't worry, I got this. She's peeling the feathers. We're giving each other a life story. She also happens to have vaccines in the back. Mm -hmm. And she- For your family. Yes. She actually saves the day. It's the cop who who saved Thanksgiving. It's It's a hot cop Thanksgiving. Hallmark presents Wishboner. No. 
<laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> not wishboner. I don't. I don't think Hallmark. That would be Hall Dark. That's not Hallmark. That's Hall Dark. Yeah, it's Bloomhouse. <laughs> oh well. So so seriously, like, are, are you? Are, do you, does it look like? Yeah. Is everybody just like, oh, I just gotta rest. I'll be okay by tomorrow. Or is it like, is it is it gonna be a a barfing, shitting special holiday i think it might be a very bleak thanksgiving this year oh man yeah that's what i'm thinking so i i actually wish that every plate i had delivered here because Mm. i I don't know what we're gonna do so are are there enough groceries in the house do you have the raw stuff of a thanksgiving meal we do not really nobody thought to because everyone's been been down for how long? A week? Two days. All right. And it's right. and we thought it was an isolated incident. You know, you have kids. They're Petri dishes. And so you're like, oh, yes. this is just a kid thing. And then it jumped from one kid to my sister for a day. This was last week. And then she's like, oh, I've been fine. And then she's like, well, Steve and Elliot are down. And I'm like, I can't. It's so, it's, you know, you teeter on feeling really selfish, but you also like someone like myself, I don't have any children and and no one to like care for me. Not that it's not a sob story. It's just my reality. It's I'm fine with that. So I have to be a little bit more careful about exposing myself, especially when I'm traveling. So I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Are you under the impression that if I am feeling unwell, that somebody cares for me? Doesn't somebody, doesn't your wife take care of you? I mean, like maybe a, maybe a cup of water on the bedstand or something like that. Really? Why? I think I'm the, I think I, well, uh, I don't, I, it's a good question. It's probably <laughs> something I don't truly want to know the answer to. I think I'm the more natural nurturer in this relationship. I think, uh. There's, uh, <laughs> it's oversimplifying things to, to, to the point of being really misleading, but I think there's maybe a little bit of like an Asian tough love thing. You'll be fine kind oh. of thing. There was, you know, uh, can I, can I say a side comment? Cause I'd love your opinion. What the hell else are we doing here? Sure. Yes. This is all side. This is all non sequiturs. Mm-hmm. I watched this video of the, uh, a couple, a guy who married this Korean woman. Did you see this video? Probably not. It was a video of this man who was giving a speech at his wedding to his Korean wife and her family. There's a small group of them there. And he was talking about how he was thinking people who've traveled far and wide and even the ones who didn't have to travel as far and going through all those sort of niceties. And then he said, well, I thought, wouldn't it be silly if I learned a few words in Korean and please... Uh, you know, please don't mind. I will probably butcher all of this. And then, and then he proceeds to finish. This is just a regular white guy. I don't know what, what he's mixed with, but just regular white guy. He proceeds to finish his wedding speech entirely in Korean. Did you see this? So I saw the headline of that on Reddit and I didn't click on it largely out of shame and self-loathing i thought i thought that that's why i thought of you i'm like i wonder if i brought this up to tully if he would feel yeah bad for not speaking a lick of japanese 
that actually hits me uh, two ways that make me feel bad, both present and past. In the present, my utter lack. I was just complimenting my son last night. We were going through his bookshelf and just getting rid of you know stuff he doesn't need from when he was a little kid. He's got a whole shelf. Of, of shit that's in Japanese and I'm like because I shit on my kids all the time and I'm super critical so I try to find uh opportunities to raise them up as well and to balance that out a little bit so I'm looking and I'm like dude I'm looking at two shelves here one one is a, a shelves in English and I don't even I take it for granted I can look at that and I know what every one of those books is at a glance I speak I read English I don't right. want to brag but I do and I'm like and then there's this whole other shelf that may as well be like some made up elfin language as far as I can tell. And it's so crazy for me to know that you, that there's no difference between the first one and the second one for you because you are so totally fluent in Japanese and I am so totally ignorant to that language. And I'm so proud of you and I think it's so amazing. And sometimes I forget. I just, I, I know that about you and it takes, and every now and again, I need a reminder, holy shit, it's so fucking cool that you have that thing that I wish that I had. And I tell them all the time, you know, make sure you don't ever lose that. It's just, it's like, it's like you, it's like getting a winning lottery ticket and then putting it in the laundry recklessly or something or something like that. I am so embarrassed that I really have made some, th I wouldn't say wholehearted, but not half-hearted. I've made three-quarter-hearted attempts to listen to apps in the car, and I have just gotten nothing. I think even a slightly below-average intelligence person who had lived in my house for as long as I've been living in my house would have picked up more than what I have picked up. So, yes, it gets me on that level that I've always... I've had that weird dream. What if one day I just started speaking Japanese, and she's like, what? And I'm like, I've been in my car for an hour a day for the last five years, and that ain't going to happen. But also, my friend married a Korean woman, and I was the best man, and I had the idea to at least greet everybody who'd come over from Korea in, in Korean, and I asked um, the, the bride's uh, brother or friend or whatever to, to write just, I, rem I even remember like the bit that I had phonetically worked out, and I, had, I was so nervous about it that I was going to forget it. And then on the morning of, I ran it past the bride's brother. And he was like, I'm sure he would have been cooler now, but he was just like this like kind of smart ass 22 year old. He's like, nah, bruh, not even, not even close. No. <laughs> it was and just, was like, you were, it, it, the thing that you had learned was echo trearchidia. It really was Greek. It was Greek for my big fat Greek wedding. It was, it was written out for me phonetically. How wrong could I possibly be? And yet, apparently, I was very, very wrong. So I felt really bad. I went up there, and I ended up reading it off the page because he rewrote it for me a different phonetically. And I felt so shitty that I had to hold the paper up to say, like, one fucking sentence. So that video makes me feel, like, so inadequate in two very specific ways. Two, like, one is a core memory that bothers me. I think about core memories. And ever since I heard that phrase, it's really sunk in with me. You never know. At any given moment, you could say the verbal dagger to the kid that will be one of these things that they think for the rest of their life. Like, ooh, God, dad was great, but boy, he could fucking cut like a knife too. And I'm like, I've probably already done three of those. And I don't know what they are. I fucking say shit all day, man. Something's bound to be stupid. I mean, it's difficult. I see parents do it all the time we're human beings how can you not you, kids can be annoying but you know they are to, to this video 
I was like, oh, this is, it's one of my dreams to be bilingual. I can speak a little bit of Greek. I can speak a little bit of Italian, but in more Spanish than either of those, but to be really bilingual is a dream of mine. Yeah. And I realize it's not an unattainable dream. It just requires dedication and consistent practice. But so for that reason, I was very intrigued by this video. So I watched it in its entirety. And I will say this will make you feel better. The one thing that shocked me about this video is no one, and I mean no one, displayed any visible or apparent signs that they were taken aback that, that this individual had chosen to spend the little bit of free time that he has to dedicate to nail, not just learning how to say something, but understanding the nuances of a language that's a totally different skill level. It's one thing to be able to say, hi, how are you? Can I have a coffee? It's another thing to understand the emotion behind those words. They, they, no one gave a, no one gave a crap. The so wife, you're saying the he, wife actually, like, he actually wasted, wasted his time trying to uh, in vain to please a bunch of uh, insensitive ingrates. I mean, maybe, or unless the way this video was cut, that they cut out all of the gasps and oohs and ahs i mean the parents the parent the, the mother-in-law and father-in-law did get up and go hug him after and i realized like asian culture versus other cultures everyone has a different way of displaying their emotions mm -hmm. but yeah. i would think it's pretty universal that if a foreign foreigner your son-in-law to be or your daughter-in-law to be surprises you unbeknownst to you with a full fully legible and understandable speech, not a sentence, mm -hmm. a whole, I mean, he went on and on. He, yeah. He's still saying no, it. I got it. The legend has it. This guy's still speaking Korean. I'm, well, yeah, he probably does still speak <laughs> Korean. It probably didn't go away. I mean, I'm I would terrified. quit after that. I'd be like, screw you guys. I'm terrified because um, who knows what this what the future holds in this country of ours and i would not rule out the possibility that we're gonna have to pick up stakes that we will choose to pick up stakes and move to a different country at some point and everybody in this family is voting so fucking hard for moving to japan in that instance and i am so intimidated at the thought of uh, this is i'm good at english god damn it it's one of the only <laughs> things i am good at fuck <laughs> But our English language is just so overtly complicated. Mm -hmm. Like there was an old and yet bit I've that mastered circulated. It. Yeah, we've mastered it. Did you yeah. see that old bit that circulated with Gallagher and talking about the Love difficulty? It, so he's got these four. He's got this holding up this these signs and there's all letters and it says tomb. He'll flip it and then it says comb. He's like, how does comb not match with tomb? And how did, and he's like, this is how you say poem. And this is how you say home. And he just was showing how, how complicated our language is. Like switching two letters can make it sound completely different and make it rhyme, but also not make it rhyme. It just was really indicative of how our language is seemingly unnecessarily complicated. I wonder why. I, I think I know the reason why. It's because so much of our language is a hodgepodge of other languages. Most languages all kind of grew from one common oh, right. like, like trunk. So there's a general, uh, the rules pretty much hold. And then even when things are exceptions, there's usually like categories of, you know, like, well, there's a, but then there's a bunch where we just do this. Whereas with us, it's, 
well, if the word came from German, then it's likely to be like this. But if the word came from, you know, you name it, then it's then it's likely to be something else. I think the the, the fact that it's a mongrel language language is what makes it so complicated. <laughs> it really um, is a and mongrel I it, language. Yeah, and I noticed <laughs> it with my daughter because my daughter is you know very very verbal. She just won't shut the fuck up, and I think she's pretty well spoken for uh, a kid her age, but she does sometimes like her verb conjugation is off like it's like it's literally the the most basic verb in any language is the verb to be right so conjugating the verb to be in english is fucking bizarre what do you mean like I be. example example okay. right like like i be that's not correct english i am how the fuck did you get am out of be that is crazy you be nah you are he be nah he is this sounds like a like an english class in, <laughs> in yeah some, like, it's cr crazy and, and, and she and, and she's got like 99 percent of it down but every now and again she'll be like she wouldn't say he be but you know whatever she says and you're just like oh wow that sounds so jarring because we take it for granted that even the dumbest person you interact with has actually mastered a really complicated thing yeah, the language is so freaking complicated and I never I never thought about that because there's like Germanic based languages, Arabic yeah. based, and ours literally is such a mixture of everything. And, and that's why I'm always impressed when people who come over from other countries learn this language working a yeah. job. Yeah. Just working a job. It's unbelievable what people are capable of. Hey everybody, this episode of The Deuce is brought to you by Every Plate. Hey, are you hoping to budget your food expenses this season? Get a more bang for your bite and buck with America's best value meal kit? Every Plate is cheaper than takeout with no hidden fees, so you can add more items to your cart for delicious holiday meals. I can't wait for the delicious holiday meals, I have to be honest. Plus, you're not going to believe this, they're introducing $1 steak for life. Who is too good for that? You add a 10-ounce ranch steak to your weekly order for only a buck? Now that's raising the stakes for dinner. I know you love a good pun, Tully. I see what you did there, and I enjoyed it. Takeout is ridiculous. I picked the other night with the family. I was like, hey, guys, let's just let's let's make our lives easy. Let's make our lives cheap. Let me get some burritos and quesadillas for the kids. I spent $80 at a humble taqueria on takeout. <laughs> it is so ludicrous. And you know what? Let's face it. I don't know about you. I get bummed out when I eat take when I eat takeout too often. I don't want to eat out of styrofoam night after night. This is better for the soul, better for the pocketbook, and it's easy, dude. The other night they sent us. They were kind enough to send us a bunch of these meals. I made two at the same time to feed the whole family. That is how easy it is. They're crowd pleasing recipes. The kids dug them. The wife liked them. I liked them. I don't see how you can go wrong and you can save money in the process. Which flavors did you have? What did you have? Do you remember? Thank you for asking. I sure do. Yeah. We had uh, fried chicken cutlets with a sriracha honey glaze and then like a pork stir fry. That sounds amazing. That sounds delicious. It's it really good. Sweet potato. Uh, you know what? We added sweet potato mashed potatoes to our Thanksgiving menu because we made them from this meal kit and we were so happy with it. We're like, let's do that for Thanksgiving too. Thank you, every plate now you're a part of our family tradition <laughs> and you guys listening can get a part of every plate as well you guys can get a meal for a dollar 49 plus one dollar steaks that i was talking about for life 
That's crazy by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering our special code for you guys, 49deuce. A subscription must be active in order to qualify and redeem that $1 stake. This is very important information, so let me repeat almost all of it. Get started with EveryPlate for just $1.49 per meal, plus $1 stakes for life by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and then entering our code. It's not just deuce, it's 49 deuce. Subscription must be active to qualify and redeem $1 stake. I will also let you know that every plate offsets 100% of their delivery emissions and their meals have 31% lower carbon footprint on average than supermarket meals of the same proportion. It is. And somebody pointed out one time recently, not that I used to like laugh at or spit on foreigners who did not speak the English very well. I don't want to brag, but I've always been pretty good about that. (laughs) But um, it is so easy to be so... Um, self-centered and America-centric. Anybody that you talk to, if you're at like a 7-Eleven and the person who's helping you is struggling with the language or has an incomplete command, you must always remember that is their second language. They're better at language than you are. You're not that good at anybody else's language. Even the guy who just like probably shouldn't be working the register yet because he really doesn't know that much, knows so much more of our language than we will ever know of his or anybody else's. I agree. I always think it's so impressive. Even just like a cleaning lady. You can't take these people for granted. Any type of cleaning lady. My sister has cleaning ladies from Ukraine. I My cleaning lady, her family is from, originally from Mexico. And... I'm always so blown away by that fortitude, first of all, and then the ability to learn something new while you're working a job. Like, it's so awkward to not know how to speak a language. At least, like, if I go to another country, I feel so dumb trying, like you said, like you feel dumb holding your piece of paper. The attempt makes you feel so dumb. But to go yeah. into somebody else's home and to work a job and to attempt to speak a language, it just takes a set of balls. It just takes like this tenacity. And even though they yeah. might not appear that way, to, that's what I think. I'm like, damn, these are tough people. These are really tough, resilient people. As and she say, missed a spot on my yeah. fucking couch again. And I swear I'm docking her. I'm docking her this week. <laughs> You're tough but fair, Jesse May. <laughs> Can we talk about some uh some news there was some news that we uh, got will not holiday be new. news tully looked can I, up can, holiday news can i give you a bit of 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 hot breaking not holiday news that i saw just before we started rolling here you have hot goss yeah give me it, hot goss was there spiders it's amaz- in your tree it's amazing it's a little bit sad a little part of your childhood is about to die jesse Mapeluso. is john samo sick hall has a restraining order against oats. <laughs> this can't be real. It's absolutely real. No. Dude, I think Hall's a dick. I think Hall was always a dick. I I think oats would be the dick. I think oats would be the one that's the problem. Like he's Hall I could see Hall being a dick because it's like Hall. It's kind of a weird name. Oats. People love oats. First of all, some people start their day with oats. I did today. See? So he's more on, 
he, he's in the conversation more so i could see oats being a little bit more of a of a dick but what is do we know the parameters of this it's a restraining order it is a restraining order first of all just google a photo of the two of them and try to like try to find a natural one where oats was not secretly standing on a milk crate hall is like two heads taller than oats like it would take two oats to make one hall I love, and I, I love that yacht rock math oh my well first of all what yeah <laughs> yeah it's a shame they were clearly at one point uh collaborators and lovers <laughs> which one is which is oats is the mustache oats is the mustache <clears throat> Daryl Hall and John Oates <laughs> were collaborating together. They were they were making music for the better part of ten years before they found success. They had one hit in the in the seventies. I'm sorry, they had two hits in the seventies. But like they were known for being it, it, a record label would have gone would have given up on them in the, in the present day and age because they kept trying and working with different producers. And they had uh, Sarah Smile kept them going for a minute. Great song. She's she's gone. Oh. Now she's gone. She's and then I think the thing that kind of like because they were they didn't really latch on to that um, like eighties <clears throat> blue eyed soul thing until they really got to like uh, you're a rich girl and you, you know it don't matter you can rely on an old man's money you right can rely on... we can't sing but too much because we'll that, get shut down I think it took a minute I don't think any even the dumbest you AI bot is going to confuse it's, us for Hall me or on, Oates they've pinged me on sharp tongue for humming a tune. Wow. I'm not saying that I can carry a tune. I'm just saying someone was like, yeah. there's a song being sung that somebody didn't pay for. So I have, um, <clears throat> I don't follow Hall's career all that closely, but I definitely have gotten a certain um, prickliness off of him. Now, I don't, I don't hear Oates. Yeah, I don't hear Oates' side of it. Here. So maybe, maybe they're just both dicks. But like I remember reading an interview years ago with the Onion AV Club where Hall was like going out of his way to make it clear that music was a job and that like his family was a musical family. And it was just like, hey, you know, Jesus was a carpenter. You just pick up the trade from your dad. I just do music. And they're like, but yeah, but it must be fun when like 20,000 people are screaming. And he's just like, yeah, I don't really see it that way. It's just like. It's cool. I want to do a good job. I take my, my work seriously, but it really is just work. And they're like, yeah, cool. I get it. But like, what about that one time when he's like, yeah, no, I really want to be clear about this. It's a job. And it's like, okay, we get it, dick. You don't like fucking singing to us. Point fucking made. And then he was also very, very clear about, and again, because he's the singer, he's the front of the thing. He's the one that gets interviewed. Nobody wants to talk to Oates. He was like, if you look at our records, everyone calls us Holland Oates. It's always actually been Daryl Hall and John Oates. We are two individuals who collaborate. We are not a band. Like he, I've, I have not read a lot of interviews with the guy, and I've heard oh him make that God. point many times. Yeah, and so limited information about this. Um, there is a, yeah, uh, there is some limited. sort of, there is some sort of confidential legal battle going on, and people don't know what the nature of that is. If it's songwriting royalties or whatever, but complications hostilities in that legal battle have now led to hall getting a restraining order against oats and so i'm looking at this article from from variety and they're trying to figure out how this may have come to be tmz points out that a year ago 
Daryl Hall, speaking to Bill Maher on Bill Maher's podcast, said, you think John Oates is my partner? He's my business partner. He's not my creative partner. This guy sounds like a douche. He sounds like he needs to be choking on a big old slice of humble pie. Yeah. And here's the thing. God, that's just... mm -hmm. Anyone can take a restraining order out on anyone. For real. To have it granted... That's the other thing. Has this been a granted restraining order? I don't know. So you Be- mean I could re- I could restrain you right now? Yeah, you you could go down to the courthouse and you could fill out a restraining order. All this says mm-hmm. it says he gets Daryl Hall gets restraining order against. So the language is a little loose for me because I don't I don't really mind whether I guess of course it does make a difference whether he seeks one or whether he is granted one but the fact that he seeks one even if it is not granted is in and of itself pretty noteworthy to me it is very noteworthy and it also I could see someone like him doing it for the publicity of it not for him getting mm-hmm. publicity but for the sole result of making oats look even worse because it sounds like he's got a chip on his shoulder for his partner yeah john oates yeah and where's john oates in all this he's not yeah, saying I don't know. anything i don't again it, it's it, sometimes people are good at playing the game and they're and and they're both dicks but one is like for example i'll give you I just i may be wrong but like in kiss uh gene simmons has always like has never hid the fact that he's an asshole right and so paul stanley ends up looking like the good guy that has to deal with Gene. For all we know, Paul Stanley just knows how to put on a good face for the publicity, and he's just as big of a dick to Gene and everybody else behind the scenes. So we don't let's not assume that Oates is good just because that we assume Hall is is oh, bad. I'm, I'm gonna assume it. I'm gonna go out there and assume Oates is quiet, and it's either because he's good or he's the problem. Mm-hmm. There's no middle ground here. Right. And it's funny because I, I think um for some reason, it is very important to Hall to be understood as like a musical force in and of himself. And I'm reminded, and if I remember it, I'm a guest. John uh, Daryl Hall remembers, I believe it was Chris Rock, who I don't know in what context made the joke. I don't know what Oates does, but Hall never had a hit without him. And now that's like in a Chris Rock special. Hall must, that must burn him to his core. I bet he couldn't sleep for a week after he heard that fucking joke. But the same can be true about, the same can be said about Hall. Oh, for sure. No, but nobody's saying that. Everybody always assumes that the singer is sort of, like people have this very, um, uh, we all have a little bit of an infantile view of of, of media. Like when you watch right. a movie, it's easy to forget the actor's not making that shit up as they go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, we, you just see the person singing and it's like they did this and you never know that they might. Sometimes the singer's like a fucking puppet and they're a fucking moron and there's some really talented person who's writing all the music and telling them and like literally recording a vocal, but they just have a shitty voice. And then they're like, OK, now you go in with your good voice and sing it exactly like that. Sometimes the singer is the brains of the band. You just don't know. It was so easy to think that Hall was just hanging on to to uh, that, that Oates was just uh, clinging to to Daryl Hall's coattails but Daryl Hall did attempt so I actually like I'm crazy on this stuff Daryl Hall did release at least one solo album and you could tell he was taking like a big fucking swing for the fence and I I like it but it was not as successful as anything he he had 
25 more successful songs with Hall and Oates than he was ever able to. If people want to look it up, it's a good song. Um, it's called Dreamtime. You probably forgot it. You might remember it if you hear it again. He had 25 more successful songs with Oates. And that's the point that Chris Rock made. I don't know what Oates was doing, but Hall couldn't get a fucking hit without him. Oates had to be doing something. He's not just a fucking lucky charm that Daryl Hall can only invoke his own personal solo genius whenever fucking Hall's mustache is in the room. Right. And if you say Hall, if you just say down the hall, I could see someone saying a dumb pun like down the hall and Oates because they just roll together. You know, and yeah. also it's so funny. The ego, the ego is such a perplexing and complicated emotion and entity. If we want to look at it like that, like the human ego, because here's this band that for all intents and purposes, it's basically iconic. Hall Notes is iconic. Yeah. It's an era. It's, you know, it represents so many different movies and different memories for people. Hall Notes is like a big deal. And for that to not be enough for Hall, well, it makes me sad for him. I want, I, I want the real dirt. I want like the Netflix documentary. I need to know how this went down. That's the other thing too. I feel like we're in an age where we know so much. Like, do we really need to know about a Hall Notes lawsuit? Do we do we need to know about like breaking news about a Hall and Oates lawsuit? I guess we kind of do to offset all of the other horrible stuff that we know by the minute. <laughs> like this is like a palate cleanser in the news cycle. Yeah, 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 yeah. At least it doesn't it doesn't matter. There's no implications for anyone but Hall and Oates. I got excited because I thought this was going to be Hall Liday news. <laughs> Why do you keep showing me the bottom of your socks? Whenever I don't know. We it feels fun. Segwaying. It just feels fun. You look like you're in stirrups. Do I? Oh no, these are just. Uh, I have my smile socks on. Just to remind. No, I mean like. I mean like like OBGYN stirrups. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant like those little. We used to have pants that the, the socks with the straps on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to really keep your pants on. <laughs> So let's talk about some uh, some other lightweight news that can't. Well, I don't. Maybe you could bum. I, I I'm I'm a little bit bummed out. I think maybe about the, this. Uh, this this is holiday news. This is Thanksgiving news. The uh, people may or may not recall the touching story of an Arizona grandmother and the stranger she mistakenly texted. Did you remember? Yes, this before I did. I and the they spent way back in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and it was in 2016. She was trying to text her grandson. She's a very, very young-looking grandma. Um, and uh, and instead she texted this guy, and he's like, "I don't think you're my grandma." But they started texting back and forth. Isn't this funny? My wife made a friend like this. Actually, come what? to think of it, but that person's yeah. She mistakenly texted somebody and they ended up being in touch my she'll she'll do stuff like that i i very whimsical not towards me as i say she's a, yeah, a, a, she's a like she's... hard ass towards me <laughs> she saves that sort of whimsy and affection for, for strangers. fucking strangers on text <laughs> so these two are spending their they will celebrate their eighth thanksgiving together after it became a viral thing do you think it goes to a person's head when you're going along and you're all things being equal, everybody would love to 
every time they walk in the room, everybody go, hey, it's that guy. I'm sure that has, you know, that has downsides and it, and it wears thin. But all in all, being a little famous for something is better than not being famous for anything, True. right? Do you think they've ever had the conversation about like, hey, it's pretty fun that we're like, you realize we're like kind of famous now? Or do you think one of them is like, frankly, after three, I was kind of good on having uh, <laughs> thing, but I won't be special anymore if I'm not having dinner with Jamal and I forget what her Jamal what Harris her is. is that his name? Yeah, and her last name is uh, Wanda Hinton? Dench. Dench, yeah, Wanda Gen- Dench and yeah. Jamal Hinton. I can't find Kenton. Yeah, Jamal Hinton yeah. and Wanda Dench. You know, if they're not capitalizing on this, they're really wasting the quick way that people become famous. Yeah. Well, and, that is the spirit, Jesse May, isn't it? Because they are capitalizing <gasps> on this. Are they making money? What are they doing? Can we get some from them? No, they will probably receive the money and keep it for themselves. Okay. They have partnered this for this, their, what is it, their eighth consecutive Thanksgiving um, together with Airbnb. And they Airbnb'd a room in Wanda's house so that you can join them for Thanksgiving dinner and you can have the meal and then you can play board games with. Them okay. That's kind of fun. Over. I have to say that that's kind of fun. I just wonder where is the nanny cam set up though? Cause you know, there's always, there's always a camera set up at an Airbnb. This is starting to feel a little only fans is only fans, a silent partner. <laughs> that's next year. Um, <laughs> which is it, is it terrible of me that I'm so infantile and sex crazed or whatever you want to call it and pathetic that I look at the photo of them and I'm like, who says no? Don't tell me neither of them's ever thought about it. I, I was going to say that too. Like, do you think that they fucked up? <laughs> right? <laughs> That's all I can think looking at them. I know. They look like a category. <laughs> they look like six categories in one if I'm being honest. Dude, I think the story is real. I think it's cute, and I think they really do enjoy. Like, that's uh, wonderful. Is the, the the triumph of the human spirit that horrible. we get together every year? We're from two different worlds, but I still think they save they save the stuff and for dessert. Oh God, <laughs> you and I are horrible. I'm just gonna say you're horrible. I believe in the wholeness and the and the the whole wholesome relationship that they have. And mm-hmm. that was not a threesome that they had with the Airbnb person. Or is this going to be no, happening? The Airbnb- this, are, this is happening on Thanksgiving. The Airbnb person just gets to watch. Well, then let us tap in. They should They should have done mm-hmm. something with Zoom as well, where they did a live feed <laughs> where you could watch the Thanksgiving dinner. They probably do. They probably do, but not the good part. Is that too Black Mirror, though? Because then what if they say something and then it's out there forever and we, they end up canceling themselves because, you know... If there's any place where truer words are said more so than the Thanksgiving table, please tell me. Mm. I bet you more honest things are said at the Thanksgiving table than they're than they are in the Oval Office. That is why they need to capitalize before they say the wrong thing on next year's Zoom presents stream and get canceled. This year needs to be the year <laughs> that they invite OnlyFans to film their forthcoming pornographic feature, Wishboner. Thanks, Spank. Thanksgiving. <laughs> he can give her a chocolate cream pie. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. 
Absolutely not. Why not? It's a hard pass for me. It's I'm making tro- chocolate cream pies with oh, the boy. God, no. We're making two chocolate cream pies. No, make it stop. Just a father and a son collaborating deep into the night, the night before Thanksgiving. Can you not say deep? Two hot, steamy, creamy. No. Crusty. Nope. Oh, God. Cream pies. This is really taking a turn for the worst. <laughs> My eyes starting to water. I'm allergic to it. Um. Uh, let's see what else what else Um, do we have time for one more yeah sure Uh, let's see Uh, let's do this reminder to everybody who is listening to this after it's too late for it to make any difference in their lives it is illegal to cook turkeys in the hot springs at yellowstone national park wait like in the actual like geysers yes a now it is an annual tradition much like uh, Wanda and Jamal looking at each table, looking at each other across the table, hoping their fingers touch in the dinner roll basket. Oh, Jesus. Well, I'll do it if he does it. My question is, my question is merely this, and this is not a joke. What are the odds that at least one of them hasn't thought about it? Oh, oh, so you started a new news story, and then we're back on. <laughs> yeah. You you yeah. So, somehow circumnavigated that. I really need to cover this to bring you back to your <laughs> your Thanksgiving yeah. fantasy. I think it's Wanda's Thanksgiving fantasy. I think you want it to be Wanda's Thanksgiving fantasy. I definitely want it to be, but I think it actually is. Maybe you know what would be great. This would be a great horror like plot speaking of did you see eli ross new thanksgiving movie tim dylan is thanksgiving yeah i have not well there's a horror movie out called thanksgiving horror might be the wrong term but it's definitely a thriller it's eli roth's new movie but it would be a great plot if this woman accidentally hit up this guy and then the next thing you know he arrives at her house for thanksgiving and she eats him and she serves him and she does this every year where she just plays i'm an old lady oh i'm lonely please don't leave me for thanksgiving boom needle to the neck boom your ankle meat is in the stew next thing you know there's not a lot of meat on your ankle but she doesn't leave anything for the waste whatsoever she's no, got she uses, dogs she's got yeah, family she's coming the over whole animal yeah yeah i like it i like it just a thought this is where my brain goes. That's why I don't sleep at night. It is. Thanksgiving. It is illegal to do that. Horror. Yeah, it's illegal to do that, and it is illegal to cook turkeys in the Yellowstone Hot Springs, because some guys actually tried it. Like, uh, hold on. I'm going to sneeze. Bless you. <laughs> oh, no. Thank you. The, uh, the park rangers, Yogi Bear himself, spotted these guys trudging into the park with, like, pots, and they checked, and inside, sure enough, there were bags or whatever they had. I mean chickens because you could you absolutely could sous vide a chicken in yeah, there, but you could also die in the process. But isn't sous vide a part of that process is done by pressure and heat and moisture? So it all has to be contained. So how are they containing? Yeah, the pressure of the guy. Do they have like a? Are they just laying turkey meat over the freaking geyser? Yeah, I, I, you, you caught me. I said sous vide. I don't actually know what it means. I think sous vide, if I'm not mistaken, is more of a slow and low thing. Um, yeah, sous vide this is, is obviously 
it's like a marinade, but also you can use pressure, like a kind of like a pressure cooker, but it's a much longer yeah. process. It's so good. This is a this is a a high heat kind of thing. Look, it, practically speaking, I don't think these guys are really expecting it to work because <laughs> one of the challenges with um, roasting a, a a turkey is how is it hot enough? Um, like how how, how do you how do you cook the inside without drying out the outside how do you not burn the outside before you've cooked the inside and if you just put the thing in like well i guess there's a there's a cap on how high water can be above that it's just water vapor so yeah i don't right. know maybe you can boil maybe it's just boiling hot water yeah if, as long as you have a contraption like if you could somehow have like some cage and then suspend the cage off of uh like like a fishing pole type thing where you're very far away from it and you're holding the stick out and then there's a chain coming off of that and then your cage chickens going in yeah you could boil a chicken it, i don't think that's an ideal way to to i'm sorry a turkey i don't think that's an ideal way to prepare it but i guess in theory it would have it would have worked if it were not for those meddling park rangers and so ever since in a cheeky tradition Yellowstone sends out a social media reminder that you are not allowed to cook turkeys in the hot springs. And people are always like, cook turkeys in the hot springs? Why would they why would that be a rule? Well, mm -hmm. because someone took an edible with their friend and said, you know what would be mm -hmm. great is if we went into Yellowstone and we tried to cook the turkey over a geyser hole. And his friend was like, a hundred percent. Wouldn't it be great if these two people, I just imagine it's two men, if it were Hall and Oates that went and did this and this is what the restraining order is over? Fucking, you took the words right out of my mouth. Way this to bring is, it full it circle, all, right? All Hall wants for Christmas is Oates in a cage in Old Faithful. <laughs> Are we done? Yeah, oh, that's a hell of a show, sure. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Or Black Friday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.